Did you read some of that trivia that I dropped into the Discord? I did. I hadn't. I hadn't had a chance yet. I've. I've the dead. the co-writer. So Emmerich co-wrote it. Oh, co-wrote yeah. it with somebody else, and that yeah. person got onto the Godzilla message boards in order to pick fights with other Godzilla fans over this movie, and it became so toxic they shut the entire Godzilla message board down. Yeah, the screenwriter got mad online. It's so good. It's so good. Tore down an entire forum. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you want to know the one joke the movie tried with uh, Matthew Broderick's character? How he was like Nick Tatopoulos, and everybody's like Tadopoulos. That's because that's actually the production designer. And so they always made fun of his name because he is a weird foreigner. Ah. Yeah. It, Patrick, Patrick Topless is mm-hmm. the production designer. But hey, he still works with Roland Emmerich, so I guess that he gets yep. what he deserves. Yep. Also, God, all of, listen to the designs that he's done. Underworld, iRobot, The Chronicles of Riddick. Independence Day, Stargate, 300, Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Dawn of Justice, 10,000 BC, Live Free or Die Hard. Like, oh boy. It's it, like every movie you don't actually want to see that has high budget. Isn't yeah. it amazing how one single movie can make you go, oh, I don't have any uh, problem with feeling like I have any imposter syndrome anymore. Yeah. Anybody can make it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any Anybody can make it anywhere. The world's your oyster, baby. Uh, yeah. Just like the, just like the cover says, size does matter. Does matter. Size does yeah. matter. <laughs> oh, God. Welcome to Rough Cut. <laughs> <laughs> Where size does matter. They're coming. They're coming your way. They'll be here soon. Please stand by. I'll be slowing down! only 200 miles off the eastern American seaboard. We don't even know what the hell it is. No croissant? No, monsieur. Can we talk about how, before okay, we get into the actual movie... Well, this just is a second. Just... I should do our intros, though. Hi, I'm, okay. your, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. your host, Ilion. This is our co-host, Boyks. I'm awake. Hello. And our, our constant special guest who made us watch this movie. I make you? Come on. <laughs> it, it felt like it to me. I didn't have a say in this. Boyks agreed. I didn't. I Wait, put this girl in. Fuck okay, you. Okay. I'm Nick Fuller. You brought Matthew Broderick to my house to put me into his intelligence and exclusion zone so that I would agree. Oh I know what I'm you not... did. <laughs> yeah, we could have all just ignored the fact that I put Tank Girl in and just watched Tank Girl and be like, wow, this Godzilla movie. What? It's, it's not really better. Good. It's not better. <laughs> I know it's it not can't better. Be worse. But... It can't be worse. It can't be worse. Well, I don't believe you. Well. Before we get into this, you had something to say. Yeah. Uh, so before we get into the movie, I just mm. wanted to say that this is Roland Emmerich 
axe grinding with uh, his Rod, his Siskel and Ebert analog. Right. But also, yeah. when I was checking out the trivia, he's also J.D. Lee's is founder and editor of a Godzilla, Godzilla fan magazine, G Fan, and he built up an opposition to the movie. And the first New Yorker who gets killed is a lookalike of J.D. Lee's as well, Jesus which is like Christ. so petty, it's like so specific, so yeah, specific to like God's like fuck you Godzilla fandom. We made a Godzilla movie that you're unhappy about, and I don't give a shit. I'm rolling fucking Emmerich. This movie's gonna yeah, make four hundred right. goddamn million dollars because so, I don't know. Yeah, apparently this movie was like a, a, a mess success. from. From the beginning, though, like yes, it was originally yeah. going to be a different director. It sure feels like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They didn't do any test screenings. Yeah. They thought it was going to be on a different type of film. So the CGI looks weird because it's on a, a totally separate kind of film. I don't know if that's just an excuse or what, but I, like, it's you know, the, the, the there CGI were like, look better on different film. No. <laughs> there were like it three things. There were like three rewrites to this thing, too. Yeah. Like, Roland it's, Emmerich and Devlin. Drew, is it Drew Devlin? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Drew yeah. Devlin were the last co-writers of it, but they weren't the first. And in fact, let me tell you, here's a fun little fact that I found out about. Um, Dean Devlin. The, yeah. The original pitch for this film was not that it was going to be a Godzilla movie. What? What could yes. it have been? Well, no. What it was is it started out where... Uh, they the release to start it. They had decided what they were going to do is that they were going to make oh god a Mr. Magoo movie with uh, yes. Is this a joke? Is no. this a, are we no, making no, no, jokes? No, 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 no. Okay, American film producer and distributor Harry Henry G. Saperstein, who co-produced and distributed past Godzilla's do uh, films to the American market. Uh, received permission from Toho to pitch a new Godzilla to Hollywood Studios. But Rid- Saperstein initially met with Sony Pictures producers Carrie Woods and Robert N. Fried for discussions regarding a live-action Mr. Magoo film, but the discussions randomly led to an availability of the rights to Godzilla. So in a meeting to a Mr. Magoo film, they were like, well, I don't know, maybe we can get Godzilla rights easier. And then that's how they started the production of Godzilla. It audible into Godzilla. Yes. I, um... Toho, Toho, who owns the rights for Godzilla, yeah. uh, sent apparently sent them a 70-page document on, like, how to make Godzilla, you know? Mm-hmm. Just, like, here's here's the sandbox you're playing in. Here's the, the you know, what Godzilla is. He has, he's nuclear. He and has, like, electric it. breath or, like, some kind of power right. breath of some kind. Yep. Uh, yeah, so uh, they also said he can't die in the end. You know, mm-hmm. like, he has to resubmerge. You know, there's these typical Godzilla tropes. They actively did not read that thing that Toho sent over, and they just did whatever the fuck they wanted, <laughs> which is wild to me. Well, I... I think that that's fine. And I almost admire that because that's almost the right thing to do in some ways. Like, okay, if we're going to Americanize this, like let's make it an American movie or like feature it. that Sure. But, but like they're they, so they, off the rails that it's like the uh, Japanese fans, like don't even consider it Godzilla. They call it oh, Zilla. Sure. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. They're like, Oh, the Americans think this is Godzilla, but like it, we know that it's not kind of thing. 
But I can understand an er Americanizing a movie and like making it appropriate to an audience here and stuff. Like, yeah. I, and even what you even do is you have Puff Daddy having sex on the bed. Uh -huh. right. Godzilla shows right. up, and then he right. does a big rock music video about how we killed Godzilla. Right. We got that fucker. We fucking got him, bro. Mission Dead accomplished. Get on the aircraft carrier. Get the banner. Ba -da -da -dum. Mission accomplished. Some would say Godzilla '98 is maybe the best big budget action film that has ever been recorded, and that person would be Roland Emmerich. But yeah, <laughs> other people have said other things about this movie. Also, I thought you mm -hmm. were you were slowly getting into the joke of this is the uh, biggest box office return from a foreign IP that mm. Americans have ever made, mm -hmm, which is mm -hmm. true until yeah. Godzilla 2014. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, which is wild. Does, does it make sense? Does that make sense, Boyks? Does that make sense? Well, only thing that can top this is another Godzilla. People were so hungry it's for true. more Godzilla true. after this. Yeah, so the only hungry. maybe as the I, New York Knicks will show up in this one, right? As, as every as ev as everyone knows, the only thing that can top Godzilla is another Godzilla. He's he's well, pure top. The only way that you can out top well, him. Matthew Broderick's not a top, so no way Matthew Broderick tops Godzilla. Okay, God. can we get in? Can we get into the plot of this? I just want to spend no. one. I just want to say one last thing about the okay. whole like Americanizing Godzilla. Uh, I have sure. zero problem. Like I don't. I have no problem with him being like, okay, he lands in New York City. I have no problem with like all of that being very Americanized and changing a lot of it, and even changing a lot of the monsters. I, I think that you can piss off fans and still make a good movie. The problem is they didn't make a good movie. <laughs> they made a shit movie. Like, the biggest problem is, like, movie. you could change a lot of Godzilla if you had the movie be good. But the movie's fucking shit, so then why didn't you just do the... Anyway, like, you have a fucking blueprint to make something that people like. And instead, you made something that nobody likes. Congratulations, you fucking moron. Anyway. Yeah. Well, what they made was Independence Day meets Alien meets you The know, Simpsons. Like the Simpsons <laughs> Me yeah. meets. I would like to destroy all of my critics at once in like the most petty and. <laughs> and then that means you've got mail, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, yeah. Ebert. So Cisco and Ebert are in the movie as yes, as a petty sure. fucking joke at Cisco and Ebert, and they did a, re a review, of course, of the film and. They're like, yeah, you could put us in the film. I mean, it's petty as shit, and you didn't do anything with it, so I don't know why we're there. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, they they sure. lamented the fact no. they were not crushed to death by Godzilla, like they should have been. Yeah, like if you're gonna do that joke, yeah. go all the way with it. Do something funny with it. Don't just like yeah. because the joke was that every time that Ebert is around a table. He's eating chocolate bars because he's a fat idiot. If I'm wrong on this evacuation, they'll string me up from the Liberty Torch. Didn't we agree that we weren't going to have any sweets until after the election? Back off, Jane. Yeah, like, Jesus Christ. But, but what I was getting to is that they, they say that the movie feels like it was cobbled together from six monster movies in the dark without looking at what part of what movie they were putting next. No, they said they chopped does, out all the good bits of those and, and they put, put all the, the bad bits together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you were saying, Nick, about the Ebert? Oh, I... So I'm reading a lot of 90s Batman books, uh -huh. and there's this great storyline where Joker decides he's going to make a movie 
that features the death of Batman. And he makes a parody posters, really hams it up, you know, so it's like the Superman, you'll believe a man can fly. And it's like, you'll believe a bat can die. And he's uh-huh. like frustrated that Batman keeps surviving and he's, he's irritated. And there's a Siskel and Ebert analog in that too. And once they start pushing back on the film, having like no substance, Joker fucking murders them in cold yes. blood. And I'm yes. like, yeah, that's what we wanted. That's yeah. what we wanted from this the whole time. That's I mean, the joke, right? That's what, yeah, right. That's what Siskel that's and Ebert wanted. Like that's yeah, the thing yeah. is that the funniest thing is that his critics that he's so mad about that he hates so much are like, well, why wouldn't you kill us? Like, why wouldn't you at least do the funny thing? Like, why wouldn't you do anything interesting with it, you dummy? Like, if you're going to do that, like, at least kill us. Like, do something. <laughs> like, like, making these lame fucking fat jokes. Just like, yeah, right. he just has like a bin of candy wrappers in front of him at every meeting because that's the joke. And that's it. That's the only joke. It's just, oh, Ebert's a fat, stupid slob. And you're like, okay. All right. Nice. Cool, cool, man, I guess. Like, you know, you could do something fun with it, and they just don't. They just has, he has they no creativity. Yeah. He has nothing. We don't normally watch big blockbusters, mm-hmm. like, at all. Like, where would we get one? What, Strays right. coming yeah. out June 2023 with Will Ferrell? No. You were strayed. You can do anything you want. I'm going back to Doug's. What? The fuck, man. And he needs to pay for what he did with the only thing he truly loves. I'm gonna bite his. You all, you all watch Sonic? That's a that's a blockbuster. I, yeah. yeah, I guess yeah. we also Sonic we we watch we've watched a few blockbusters. I would say. Yeah, we but went to many. Cats. I went was, to Cats. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say there's another blockbuster. Yeah. Experience. I wouldn't say that's a blockbuster, but uh, it is. It's a big, but big it's budget. a big budget yeah, movie. Budget. It's a big budget movie but with lots of big actors. It's what I'm getting at is we don't get the loud movies with oh, no. action. No, yes. nothing happens. Mm-hmm. Right, so like, and this was definitely loud. Think, it was I definitely loud. Independence Day set a, a precedence for that type of film. Sure, making money, a lot of money. Yes. yes, yes, and and it was actually sort of an okay movie, not because of you know Roland Emmerich. No, at all. No. It's the rest of the no, cast no. Yeah. pulling it together. He Will had Smith actors that had charisma. That movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I was gonna say Will but Smith, so, like, yeah, I, hikes across. This is his movie directly after Independence Day, though, right? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. this is this is the follow up. So this set the precedence of just loud explosions. You know, Roland Emmerich also not the original director. Didn't want to do this movie. Not a Godzilla fan. Didn't watch mm-hmm. any Godzilla before this. Just like yeah. jumped in and was like, I guess we're making this fucking thing. Yep, and it shows. I mean, yeah, because that always shows with Roland Emmerich, though. Yeah, it does. Uh, I guess what I'm getting at is like, we're going to talk about what happens, but honestly, there's not a lot that happens yeah. in this movie. No, yeah, I and started. It's so long. I, I started kind of writing scenes down because we watched what did we watch? Wolf Cop or something like that. Yeah, and there was a lot going on in Wolf Cop. A lot of yep. story coming at you very, very quickly. I started, so I started, I was like, okay, this time I'm going to take some notes and I just dropped off because it's kind of the same note over and over and over again through this whole movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same scene. Sometimes literally the same, sometimes scene. literally the same scene. 10 minutes yes. after that scene already happened. Yes. Yeah. They just do it again because yep. 
Why not? Well, the second time they used non-heat-seeking missiles, so. And the second time, I think they were trying to illustrate Godzilla got smarter when they tried to do it again, I guess. I don't know. Mm, We can can get into it. Let's not tease the audience. Let's let's jump in. I want to say one last thing, though, about, like, the whole Roland Emmerich putting all of his critics in the film. It feels very much like Kevin Smith at one point had a really bad he had cop out came out which was just like right everybody hated it and he went on a big piss baby rant about like oh i'm gonna start charging the critics to come to my movies if they're gonna dunk on them and ebert immediately was like that's not gonna make us like your movies more kevin (laughs) right exactly like roland roland this is you want a good review from (laughs) ebert and siskel maybe uh mm." (laughs) <laughs> yeah right like uh, what a dumb move anyway so i just I mean, it's so smart they would still put ebert and siskel in the film and and still do it in a way that the critics would be like oh yeah this was funny well Actually, yeah you don't do it petty and mean yeah 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 they just didn't so and it, point yes. being there's probably okay, the only movie. one or two good scenes in the whole goddamn movie uh, the opening might be the best because it's the least loud and the least, like, character-driven. It's also, the opening, you feel like a presence of Godzilla. You know, mm-hmm. it's they, it's before they start to be like, hey, here's a full shot of him just, like, parkouring up a city, you know? Like, it's it's yeah. when there's still a little mystery, mm-hmm. there's still, still a little uh, horror, a little suspense, and then all of that gets thrown right out the window ten minutes in. Like, I, I finally watched Alien recently because of watching a full playthrough of Alien Isolation. I'm like, shit, I yeah. gotta... I've watched some other Alien movies. I bought Alien vs. Predator on, on DVD sure, when it sure. came out without watching it, like an idiot. Who, whoever wins, we all lose. Yes. <laughs> so, like, uh, this Alien shit has to be good. Why didn't I watch that? <laughs> and I did. Yeah. And you know what? They don't show that fucking Alien for a long-ass time. And it's right. spooky no. as shit. It's nope. yeah. good. There's so much tension. And in this movie, they're just like, uh, I don't know, 10 minutes maybe of that? Right. It and those 10 totally, minutes are good for the most it's part. A, yeah, the first 10 minutes where you're like, oh, what's going to happen? Godzilla's a force of nature. And then the whole rest of the movie, you're like, oh, it's a cartoon. Now it's a cartoon. No stakes. <laughs> literally later. That's literally. Point. Yeah, literally at a, at a certain point. But let's mm-hmm. I, so how does it open? I, well, okay. So a I need I needed to say this because I was looking some stuff up too because I just wanted to triple check in my brain because I'm like okay it is as dumb as I think it is right I had to check geography for this so sure. there is a Japanese vessel mm-hmm. makes sense Godzilla Japan okay yeah looks like a military vessel gets destroyed mm-hmm. by Godzilla essentially is the opening they're like oh what there's something in the water ah okay it destroys the vessel where is that ship located? Panama, right? I, I guess. Yeah. Outside of, French, outside of French Polynesia, right? Okay. It was the French Polynesian islands is what they had said, because that's how the French oh, get involved. The, because the French are going to be involved, involved, by the way. Spoiler right, alert. Right, right, right. The French are but, bad, right? Because freedom toast. Yeah. Where is French? Where's French Polynesia? Uh, I, I don't know. This is I what I had to check. South Pacific. Yeah. South Pacific Ocean. South Pacific, I was going to say. Yeah. Okay. So, 
where does Godzilla turn up next then? Panama, yeah, right? Atlantic. That's right. New York City, baby. I mean, oh, okay, I guess, yeah, yeah okay. no, he does go through. Well, he does go through Panama. No, he does yeah, Panama right. first. And then, I just, so he went, he went through the Pacific, through the Panama Canal, got stuck yeah. because there was a ship there that was stuck in the canal and he had to wait a week. Mm-hmm, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that was how they yeah. got Matthew Broderick to New York in time ahead of him and all yeah. that. Right, right. And, right, and then, right. like, once Godzilla they finally dug the in. ship out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not all these excavators to pull Godzilla out. It was just the whole thing. But, like, why the fuck does Godzilla... Like, why does it have to be New York? Why does it have because to... Because America. I, I can tell you the reason. They they, they tell us, because they tell us everything in this movie. It's yes. because he okay. he's nesting, and he's looking for a perfect place to nest. And oh, Manhattan God, Island right. is the perfect place for a Godzilla to lay some eggs. Because Godzilla can hide in Manhattan, yeah. Right, exactly. It's yeah, by I water. love. I love how mm-hmm. they mention it is the perfect island for Godzilla. Because where else on the world is there an island surrounded by water that yeah. also has a big city on it for Godzilla to hide in? Nowhere else exists nowhere like else, that. Nowhere There's else no, in the world. Nowhere. nowhere else in the world. I've never seen any Godzilla not, movies not with any like Pacific. big cities on an island. island That's never Denver, happened. New York no. City, baby. Greatest it's city in the world. The only place where there's an island city like that. I've never seen any other one. The, the only thing Godzilla doesn't do in New York is get a bagel with locks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, you know what? There's one thing that actually I was really surprised about now that I think about it, and you will be too, Boyks. We were wrong about Mm -hmm. something. He never involved the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, Yeah, what the fuck was up with that? Got hit. Okay, run it it down. Run it down. Brooklyn Bridge, Madison Mm -hmm. Square Garden, Chrysler Building. Negative impact. That's the goddamn Chrysler Building we're talking about here. Yep. 34th Street. 34th Street. 34th Street. Broadway. Broadway. Times Square, they blow up most of Times Square. Yeah, that was uh, one of the opening scenes. Yeah, uh, whatever they, that tunnel they were in. They briefly hit uh, uh, Central Park as well. Yeah, mm. Central Park. There's they not blow there's up. not a lot to destroy there, but they no. they didn't destroy the World Trade Center. Oddly, no. World World Trade Center got out Ooh. and uh, got lucky there, I guess. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> 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 I guess Statue of Liberty too. Yeah. But yeah, like they, so they never went. They did the federal building. That's what it was. They destroyed the federal building because they had like the George Washington statue and stuff like fall. Right, right. Matthew Broderick. Did you imagine Godzilla destroying Ellis Island though? <laughs> it, it's yeah. a walk out there. That's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> he'd have to go for the Statue of Liberty specifically. They should have weaponized the Statue of Liberty. They should yes. have been like America's they, they been preparing got, for they this. Should have got the ooze and played it on a toaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cro- crossover, crossover potential here with G Gundam. Yeah. You just have America Gundam burst out of the Statue of Liberty to go in. Exactly, exactly. Like Godzilla. Now and now it's Batman inside. <laughs> now we're fucking talking. Uh, That's a movie. What what universe can we... Who owns the rights to all that? There's got to be one company that owns all those properties well, now, There's right? only like two has- now. It's just... yeah. It's just Disney and Warner. Uh, it's been about five minutes since we started talking about the intro, so... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I they recorded... talk about this fucking movie. They recorded the fucking tanker getting destroyed. Yes. Because they knew it was going to happen. And then they recorded the, the Japanese man being interrogated with a lighter held up to his face in English. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
John John Reno yells at him in French until he realizes the. Well, Japanese people don't understand French, but English, that's what Japanese exactly. people speak. I that's, get it. To be fair, yeah. a lot of Japanese people do know English because they yes. teach it in schools, but that's dumb as hell. It's still very stupid. You're, you're rolling your eyes, Nick, but it was real dumb. It was really yeah, dumb. I, but how many, how many Japanese, like, fishing vessel guys are going to be bilingual? You know, yeah. right? Exactly. That's these are like working yes. class blue collar dudes. You know, well, and he's also like in some whatever. It's just oh God. Uh, anyway. Don't worry, we'll see fine. that scene most... about what six, seven, eight more times. Yeah, they, they showed that too. That's why I pointed the tape out. Yeah, they showed that scene six or seven times because they knew this was the only good part of the movie. With when Godzilla almost came out of the water and scared everybody. Mm. Yeah, it'll I just never realized, happen again. There's one one thing they didn't fall into, one pit they didn't fall into. They didn't show a better movie on the screen any time. There's no movie they did. posters. They oh did. no, they did. No, they did. There, there yep. was a there was a monster movie of like a squid uh black oh, and fuck, white like fifties fifties <laughs> monster movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't know what that monster movie was, but I but guarantee it's better. it was better than this. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> I guarantee. Uh, anyway, so uh, they go get the worm guy. They get the worm guy. Matthew Broderick, who collects worms. That's his That's thing. That's literally his guy. name is the worm guy. Everybody calls him the worm guy. And and the military just shows up on an island. Oh, no, it's it's Chernobyl. It's in Chernobyl. Yeah, yeah. Chernobyl worms. Because the worms ah. are 17% bigger because of radiation. And that's what he's studying. So they're like, oh, we got to get the worm guy on this. Got to get the yep. worm guy. And so, so they what they do is they get the worm guy into the military. Well, yeah. well, they they bring they bring the State Department military guys to talk to him, um, and they get led there by the communist Russians that exist in Chernobyl mm. in 1998, mm -hmm. who are not the bad guys. Who are not no. the bad guys? No, no, <laughs> it's the French. No croissant. No, Monsieur. Look, there's an yeah. international market for this thing, and we gotta make as much money as we can on this. <laughs> All right, where where do our movies sell? Uh, where are they? Where do they not sell? Oh, they don't sell very well in France. Fuck France! Let's <laughs> make the, they're yeah. the villains. <laughs> I, like I don't understand but, why France. We, we find out that the French were doing nuclear tests in the ocean. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, the, the only country, Godzilla. the only the famous country French that ever nuclear done tests that caused Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we also find out that everybody really wants to fuck the worm guy. <laughs> Oh Those my are the two god! Important things that happen. He he makes everyone around him. We we talked about this. The mm -hmm. cone of ignorance. He's so irradiated that he's making everyone else around him dumb and horned up and horny. Yeah, mm -hmm. including mm -hmm. Godzilla. Yeah. Including Godzilla. Yeah, I may have. I may have named this room the Matt Broderick Intelligence Exclusionary Zone. <laughs> <laughs> yes because Man. it is obvious uh, I want to jump ahead to the first time you really see Godzilla because well, yeah, that... it, it does basically jump ahead because like after you get the worm guy nothing happens you nothing, get the yeah. worm guy nothing you get the happens. worm guy you and get you get a little bit of romance happens. there's a little bit of romance that happens between the red-haired lady and the worm guy that doesn't go anywhere oh right um yeah it literally goes nowhere what's her name Maria uh Palilo? I think no, that's that's the later one. That's the actual. Because that's the the lady who was trying to work with the newscaster, Kent Brockman. Yes, 
yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But that yeah. that's not the one that there's he's talking about. There was, yeah, no, there was the there's the redhead. Don't you remember there was the redhead scientist lady that was at the, like the very very beginning of the movie, and she's like, oh, oh, look at him. He's oh, the one that so wants to fuck him. Right. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. he's so dreamy, so and she's just like, I mean, all over a- him. And then they don't have her in the movie for an hour. <laughs> there's yeah. a third love interest, which is Godzilla. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. There's so many. It's what they call a love box is what it yeah. is. It, it basically just jumps straight to Manhattan. Like they just get fucking mm-hmm. into it. We don't need to hide this monster. We have such good CG. We'll just show it. Yeah. That's yeah. like 15 yeah. minutes in yeah. the movie. So after teasing us with like a little bit of suspense and a little bit of horror and dread, they're just like, fuck it. Here's Godzilla. He just comes out of the water and he's just walking around New York city, full shot of him. And you get introduced to uh, Hank Azaria playing the cameraman. And he runs out to get a shot of Godzilla. And it's the first time we see Godzilla. And since he's so low on the street level and he's shooting Godzilla, it's just basically Godzilla's taint. Yes. it's just a shot of his taint. And well, that's our introduction to the monster. To a very specific audience, you could make a lot of money with that tape. Right? Like, <laughs> I, may have, I may have asked very obviously at this exact moment if Godzilla had a cloaca. Because we probably could have seen it. Oh my god. And I was very mad at you, you son of a bitch. Don't bring it up again. <laughs> the, the question that I had at this point was, was, is Rough Cuts catering to their audience at this point like what's the venn diagram of the overlap between the people who want this from godzilla and the people who watch rough or read read rough cuts read rough i can cuts. take this i can yeah. take this i can take this we are absolutely 100 mm-hmm. percent catering to rough cuts audiences because rough cuts audiences will well know that every weird director puts their own fetish, fetish. <laughs> into a rough cuts oh, movie. I didn't count so on now that. we know what Roland Emmerich's is. No, that's there's more than just that. No, there's that. There's Vore. There's piss. There, the, yes, yeah. there's a lot of piss. Yeah, there's a lot. Actually, <laughs> surprisingly, uh, there's also uh, running around yelling like Mo is a giant. A strong lady steps on you. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. Hank Azaria starts out in a New York accent and quickly slip, slips into Mo Sislak. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's the, this of, movie. he's the voice of Homer and Mo and a bunch of other. No, he's not yeah, Homer. Yeah, yeah. Not Homer? Okay. He's no, not Homer. I was, I I was, was. joking about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh. What? I'm no, pretty sure. Hank Azaria is not Homer. Hank Azaria oh. is like Apu for the longest time. Uh, like oh, Chief okay. Wiggum, Mo, Zy- Mo um, like Snake. He just does a bunch of voices, got it. Yeah, he's a, I mean, he's one of the main people, but, um, oh God, who is, uh, I shouldn't know the name of it, but it, he's a very, Dan Castellaneta. Yeah, 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 that's mm. Oh, okay. okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but God, anyway, there's a bunch of Simpsons actors doing very bad attempts to hide their Simpsons voice. This is the most Simpsons actors in a non-Simpsons role ever. Mm-hmm. It's got to be this right? movie. No, it is. It, it's verified. This is okay. This yeah, is I, I believe it. The Simpsons yeah. presents Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Well, and you're saying that they're trying to hide their voices. I, I no, would say I'm saying they're not all. I, I would say Hank Azaria made a valiant effort 
in the beginning of the movie yes. in the in the opening scene you're like oh he's trying to be like a stereotype new yorker and then literally the next scene it's like oh he dropped that and then the scene after that you're like oh he's mo sizlek okay yeah well it's because but, like, the Kent brockman guy isn't trying he's just Kent brockman no yeah, that's what i was he's, saying yeah. yeah he's kent brockman and they cast him as a news reporter like there's a part in the film where he starts to narrate and you don't see him and all your brain can do is be like mm-hmm. this is the simpsons like yeah, yeah, you I'm, hear a I'm news program yeah, yeah you hear a news program in the background and it's like hi i'm reporting for channel 12 news and you're like oh my god it's kent brockman like why is kent right, exactly. brockman doing the fucking news like it's just it's the oh, weirdest man. most jarring thing it's such a yeah. it's such a weird fucking choice but, it makes no sense you got to think too like we're talking about it in 2023 where like the Simpsons are obviously still going. There's still a thing. Yeah, but that but lost this is some 2000... cultural revel- uh, relevance. So this is... But 1998? Peak Simpsons. Like Peak mm-hmm. Simpsons. How do you get away? How would you possibly choose I... this as Absolutely a Absolutely. It's intentional. Like, mm-hmm. just like having yeah. Ebert and Siskel in the movie as a yes. joke. It's intentional. It's just not smart. Yeah. <laughs> Roland point. Emmerich... Uh, is on record as saying that he was a big Simpsons fan, so he casted as many of them as possible because he wanted to hang out with them. Yeah, this is totally a, a personal project. That's all this is. Yeah, just like all of his petty gripes in the movie, it's a personal yeah. thing. Yeah, he's just one big axe to grind, one yeah. big way to meet some celebrities. That's it. But the point is, Godzilla's in Manhattan. Let's get back to that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Godzilla's <laughs> in Manhattan. Fucking hell. Okay. All right. So Godzilla. Rex Manhattan kills a bunch of cops. Right. And, and, uh, he does step on a cop. Just fucking disappears into nowhere. Even yeah, though they're like, the military is on site. It's a, a 10 story building, a six story building, three fishing boats, <laughs> a car, and a 20 story building sometimes, depending on yeah, what, he's, what scene he's in. The front of the box says size yeah. matters. And, I don't know how big he is. He's just fluctuating through the whole movie. Size matters. They didn't say it was consistent. Yeah, but Godzilla goes... So the reason Godzilla disappears is that he goes from a 20-story tall building Godzilla to a sewer pipe Godzilla. Yes, yes. Which is like 20 feet, maybe. Right, right. Oh, yeah, like at most. I I had... uh, Nick had tasked me at the beginning of this, because Nick had already seen Mm -hmm. it, to check godzilla's size regularly so i put 15 minute timers on throughout the beginning of this movie for a little Mm -hmm. while so that i could have godzilla size check-ins um five minutes in when godzilla sinks the tanker we decided he was about the size of a destroyer is what it seemed like about about the size of a yeah yeah the tanker destroyer size Mm -hmm. sure then he pulls a bunch of trawlers underwater like you said and then he is shows up in new york and he's 25 stories high is what I said at 20 minutes. At okay. 35 minutes is when he disappears into the sewer and then they, they find a hole mm-hmm. where he came in and it's a maximum 20 feet diameter of him yep. getting into the yep. sewer. Right. Which seems like a problem. <laughs> seems like a problem. I don't know. It's almost, it's almost like they shot a bunch of buildings and then they were like, add Godzilla to this. And then they were like, okay, that's fine. We'll just drop drop his model in there. Done done when for the day. Let's all go home. Like, no, Godzilla's bigger. It needs to be big on screen. You can't put Godzilla this right. Th- what? 
No, Godzilla is bigger. To be fair, Make it bigger. We're we're early. This is ninety eight. We're early CGI, mm-hmm. and it has to be very difficult to keep like size relevance like consistent within mm-hmm. something like this. It's it, it's a challenge of the job. Yeah, but they I should agree. have been better at it. I was gonna say. You say that, but here's my next note, because the 35 okay. minutes is 20 foot diameter, 44 minutes is hiding in sewer, but then I is bigger than the tunnel, because yes. Right. Yes. a man goes into the sewer to try and find Godzilla, shines yes. his light down the tunnel, sees Godzilla's skin and goes, well, guess there's nothing here, and then Godzilla opens his eye, which is the entirety of the tunnel, which the man right. somehow did not see. Right. But Godzilla is also still just hiding underground in the sewer. And, but his eyes are bigger than the tunnel. And, and, his, and then and later his, on, yeah. But later on, Godzilla is as big as a submarine, and then he's twenty stories after that, and then he's a bridge. It, it doesn't. Yeah. Godzilla. They. I think what they said is just make Godzilla big, and they didn't think further than that. Right, and they and they yeah. gave it to a team of like forty or fifty people. Yeah, and then they dished out the scenes and they were like make him big and then everybody made them made him big and everybody not communicating it, yeah. with each other fill fill the frame with every time that godzilla's on frame we want you to fill yeah. the frame with yeah. godzilla make him fit exactly what the frame is and then it's like okay yep. but some of these frames have the chrysler building in them and some of these frames have a sewer tunnel in them <laughs> so, right yeah exactly exactly this is the problem Anyways, one big mm. difference between an American version of Godzilla, other than literally everything we've said, and a Japanese version, is the Americans react entirely differently to a Godzilla threat than a Japanese audience would. And oh, they when, they get, when yes. they get into the sewer, and they're like, Godzilla disappeared in the sewer, what do we do? The military's like, I don't know, just fucking minefield the whole city. Who gives a shit? Great. <laughs> yeah. the earth, yeah. motherfuckers. Easy. Oh, man. Sports they want the whole city. Who cares? Yeah, concrete and nuke New York. Mm-hmm. I what? Uh, <laughs> Which I well, I mean, honestly, in some ways, that so, makes sense. Okay. Except that they one thing is they don't do that because then yeah. the next thing they do is yeah. they send guys with assault rifles to shoot him. And I am not kidding. Well, <laughs> that's, that's they do the, that. They, we're gonna bomb they do send New guys York. with assault rifles, but not. Not until they first set up a big pile of well, fish. Sure, okay, but I'm guys. We're okay. We're going. We're just glazing right over all the amazing character work that this movie is doing. Oh no 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 no, no 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 no! Just aside. we get introduced to Worm Guy's ex girlfriend from college at a oh, bar. God. We we're just skipping right over that. She's yeah, a sure just... piece of this film. And, you know, you can't just cut her out of the entirety of this film and still have a coherent movie. Fucking watch me. Walking around with a bunch of worms in his pockets. He's like, oh, I want to fuck him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, that's the one I let get away. One of the things that this movie does is, Mm. is every time a new character comes on scene, they tell you their name and what their association is with the other characters around them. And Just then how much they want to fuck Matthew Broderick. Yes. And then, yeah, and then everyone wants to fuck Matthew Broderick, of course, of course. Yeah, like, I almost I almost want to just drop the whole intro scene of this character that we're talking about in here. Because she, when you say that she 
talks about her name and like everything. It's like, you're not joking at all. She's in a bar. The news program comes on and it shows him like walking in the background. And she goes, immediately has like a PTSD flashback where it zooms in on her. Boyce was laughing so hard when they did the zoom on her face. Yeah. Because she goes like, she has this like whoosh as it comes into her and she's like, whoa, it's all flooding back, all the memories. And she's just like, so it was 1994. I was a fresh college graduate. My name was Shelly Duvall and I, I found my the love of my life, but I left him at the altar eight years ago when I decided that I didn't want to live my whole life with him because he asked but me then to marry I him. He carries worms in his pockets and I was suddenly interested again. Yeah, she's like, also uh, she uh, trying to be a reporter. Yeah, she's trying to be a reporter. She's an assistant to nope. this actual reporter, the Kent Brockman guy, who's a misogynistic mm-hmm. asshole to everyone around him. Mm-hmm. And she's so she's like, my my career dead ended. I gave it a shot and I dead ended. And now I, I kind of want to be with this guy who asked me to marry him. And I left him like because my life's shit now. So I should have gone <laughs> back and been with him. And then mm-hmm. we find out later that he's like carrying around photos of them in college eight years after to like. It's the saddest thing. To, to yeah. military tents <laughs> yes. that are like makeshift labs. He's like, got to put up my corkboard of my ex-girlfriend that I'm definitely not over. It's madness. It it's is ridiculous. absolute yeah. madness. Uh, what I was getting to. Nobody this, is a this person. This episode is a fucking mess. What I was getting yeah. to. <laughs> it sure is. The pile of fish. Right. Let's go. Uh, okay. The, the first. Plan? Okay. The first pile of fish. The first. Okay. The first plan. Fucking time. But uh, this pissed me off, actually. I'm thinking about it now. Uh, before the pile of fish, uh, Matthew Broderick buys a Kodak disposable camera. Mm-hmm. Right, and, right. And he takes a bunch of photos, including in this moment when he meets up with Godzilla. And Godzilla's like, hey, Matthew Broderick, I'm Godzilla. I just came out of the ocean. And I just met you. And now I want to have sex. How's it going? That's my yep. whole life story anyway. And then the record scratch stops. Uh, he takes a photo with the flash. In the middle of mm-hmm. a rainstorm at night. And yep. and he keeps taking photos of Godzilla with this disposable camera. They never show any of the fucking photos he took no. with the Kodak camera. So why did he, he goes do it? into like he goes into like a because bodega? It was Kodak sponsored. But he goes into a bodega and it's like, oh, is he gonna get his film developed? Nope. He's buying no. pregnancy tests. We'll get into that later. Oh, we need to talk about how pregnant Godzilla is. That's true. Which is not a no, fetish. No, fish. <laughs> fish first. Fit pile of fish so, the military plan they got six <laughs> dump trucks and the mayor's upset about it and they People got mad about everything they got yes. six dump trucks of fish and they're trying to lure godzilla in and then well, question mark question plan, mark yeah, their master and then, plan is to create a firing circle around yes. the fish so that mm-hmm. when godzilla shows up they all shoot each other yep which yep. the movie actually on the worst thing about that the funniest and worst thing about that is that, because they do this exact same plan later also. Yes. And I mean, like, ten minutes later, they do the exact same plan. Yeah. Fish pile number two. Again. But they do the circle firing squad, and it's like, okay, this is very stupid. They're obviously going to shoot each other. 
And in the second one, they actually show where the military fires missiles at Godzilla. Godzilla ducks and all of the helicopters, the 30 or 40 of them, that oh are somehow wandered, like all stacked up on each other, go like, yeah, oh no, evasive maneuvers, oh. dive, dive, yeah. and like start doing all this shit. And you're like, so the movie knows that this is mm-hmm. fucking stupid. The yeah. military knows this is fucking stupid in the context of this universe, and they're still just gonna do it again, huh? Yep. <laughs> like, we're just yep. gonna keep doing the same thing. What I'm getting at, though, is there's an FMV helicopter uh, oh, yeah. video game that occurs. Mm-hmm. And, and then, after Godzilla kills all the military, they're super dead, definitely never gonna fight back again. Uh, Godzilla humps a building... <laughs> in defiance. Yeah, yeah. Gotta let him yep. know. Gotta and let him know. And then that hard cuts into the romance plot between Matthew, Bro- Matthew Broderick <laughs> and his ex girlfriend. I know some up. writers that use subtext and they're all cowards. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so like, uh, and this is Maria Palillo, uh, right? So, yes. Yeah. That, that's her. She's the fucking weird ex. News but she, reporter. She shows up at the middle of. Times Square, I guess, where the military was, and she's just like, "Hi, they let me in. I just wandered over. Uh, yeah. We should date." Oh no, was she trying to call him? It was even dumber. She was trying to call him on mm-hmm. a, a payphone, and she couldn't Correct. get a hold of him. And then she turned around, and he was there. Yeah. Well, everybody in New York just knows each other. It's like a big no. Community. No, that's yeah, the man. second. That's the second time Is she it? bumped into him. That was after she had stolen the tape. The yes, first time right, she bumped into him. Was yep. he was buying the pregnancy tests at the, at oh, the corner drugstore, and she just walked in and was like, "Hey, what's up? Hey, you're buying pregnancy tests? You want to hang out?" Yeah, she yeah, just exactly. runs into him at random in New Jersey. They're not even in yeah. New York now. Now they're in New Jersey because they've all been evacuated. Oh, God, man, it's this movie. It is stupider but, than you can ever possibly imagine. And when you're talking about it's an FMV cutscene of helicopters going through the city. Like, when they do the second one, the first one they have three helicopters, and Godzilla mm-hmm. destroys them all. And it looks pretty bad, because you're talking about the size of Godzilla all the time, Nick, but the size mm-hmm. of these helicopters is what fucked me. Yeah, also fluctuating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and and half the time, they've got to be five feet long. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. They're, yeah. They're, they're very tiny, tiny, they're very tiny, tiny, tiny helicopters. Yeah. They're like, because in the second time that they do this scene where they decide okay that worked mostly but what if we made an even better circle with more guns so we could shoot each other hard uh-huh. um and right. they have like 30 or 40 helicopters and i do mean 30 or 40 instead of three which that kind of makes sense except for the fact that then the scene is like godzilla running and they're filming all the helicopters behind godzilla and they're all like crashing into it like they're they're two feet away from each other like they're too close and they're all like firing chain guns and like they're all shooting and and there's like one safe helicopter in the back and the guy in the front of the pack of helicopters is like i'm in danger (laughs) (laughs) this was a mistake i'm getting shot from behind by all the assholes that are shooting from behind and i'm also (laughs) the closest to godzilla and the whole time (laughs) is it looks like like you would do miniatures and stuff but instead it's done in in the worst fucking cg imaginable because i had heard lots of stories about how bad this cg was even at the time like when it came out i remember skipping it because i knew a few friends of mine watched it and were like oh man that movie looks like garbage 
I was not prepared for how well, bad this movie looks. The reason is because they put it on the wrong film. It would look yes, better yes, if they put Jesus it on a different Christ. film. There's Dude, nothing idiot. you could do. Like, you moron. This is how you close a fucking Godzilla for us. I, yeah, I, so about about that particular so there's the the trivia of like you know they said oh they made the cgi for a particular film mm-hmm. and then the godzilla movie didn't end up on that film so it looks worse than it is and we corrected it with the Blu- blu-ray release which uh-huh. who knows if that's a thing i don't know did we watch i don't know if we, what we watched this is a Blu-ray. dvd release so no. okay so this is the one with the good cgi or the bad the bad cgi bad quote unquote CGI, yeah. yeah so but i don't because the the writer and producer like went on such a rant against godzilla fans that he sh- that like he created an environment that was so toxic that it shut down an entire yes. godzilla forum forum on the, online yeah. that like i don't know what's real and what's bullshit that he's spinning like he could have said something out of like anger on that forum about the film stock. And then it's totally not a real thing. And he's just trying to be like, you fuckers don't know how to make movies, you know, mm-hmm. like who knows what's real. Who knows? That, what I do know is real is that Matthew Broderick and his ex decide to go have tea, which yes. is a perfect opportunity for him to start investigating Godzilla's piss. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Well, and blood, piss and blood. He got the piss and blood, which which he collected himself. Yes, uh-huh. yes. individually went he out also, to a giant pile of Godzilla piss and just grabbed he a also, Previous to this, he's like, "Oh, you're a reporter. That's great. I'm so happy you made it. Now come to my top secret military tent. We're gonna have tea. Don't worry about yeah. it. I'll leave you alone in here for a while. It's cool." With let me t- let me also say with the tape that has yeah. on it a label in red marker that just says top secret. It's just written yep. just on like, a, yeah. like sticker nobody will on know the side of it. Nobody will know. Don't look at this. Yeah. And she's don't, like, uh, I think open. I'm just going to take this. But, but he, he runs Godzilla's piss through a pregnancy test that he bought at the corner right. shop. Right. And that's right. where he de- determines that Godzilla is pregnant and mm-hmm. he lays eggs mm-hmm. and him. Godzilla mm-hmm. will be laying eggs, eggs, mm-hmm. just like a horse. Will lay eggs, yep. just squat yep. down yep. and lay eggs like yep. a horse. Right, so, that, right out of that cloaca, just like a horse. <laughs> just oh like a God. horse. <laughs> so so she takes that, and runs. Yeah. She takes that tape and then decides to edit it so that everybody else can watch the opening of Godzilla where the Japanese yeah, tanker yeah, yeah. Band the good part is of the movie is getting talked to by a Frenchman with a lighter in front of his face. What kills me about this part is that. She betrays his trust again mm-hmm. by stealing this top secret tape and outing Godzilla to the world. Godzilla destroyed New York! What's top right. secret about it? Oh, the government right. knows right. that Godzilla the military exists. Yeah, so does fucking everyone New on the York. planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Godzilla was just wandering around the street. Technically, the <gasps> military destroyed New York. Let's be fair. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. The military didn't the blow entirety, up the Chrysler building as a joke. The entirety of this movie is like the military shooting slow-moving missiles at Godzilla and Godzilla just ducking out of the way of a national monument. Like, yes. It's yeah. just Every Godzilla, Godzilla moves, pulling pranks. There's a fucking monument behind her. Yeah, yeah. It's just Godzilla pranks up and down the line. 
Oh, you thought you were gonna kill me? Oh, oh, oh you fool! You have but that accidentally video, <laughs> the top secret video is video. literally just oh, we found out there's a thing called Godzilla. Yeah, and then a week later, it lands in New York. There's nothing revelatory. There's nothing. Everyone knows all the stuff that's already on that tape. However, but, this is her big scoop. She's she's you know uh, yeah. going to become a reporter. Mm-hmm. Her news story gets stolen by Kent Brockman mm-hmm. in Simpsons fashion. In Simpsons yeah. fashion, yes. Uh, and then I I don't know. Godzilla goes after another pile of fish. I guess. Yeah, I, they I, they do the fish thing again. They do I the guess. fish thing again. This is when but like the important the movie... thing is they fired the worm guy. After they, that. Yeah, they yeah. fired the worm guy. They were like, they mentioned you by name on the news. You went to the press. You're out of here. And what also pisses me off about that is that he says, okay, Godzilla's pregnant. Here I have proof of it. We need to find the nest. And then they go, oh my God, you leaked all this stuff to the news. And they fire him. Okay, that makes sense. But then they're like, well, that means his pregnancy stuff must be wrong. <laughs> yeah. What? Why? Yeah, yeah. No, what? No, no, you fired him for <laughs> operational security, not because not his information. he showed you the science. Right. Why yeah, would you not right believe there. that? <laughs> but anyways, the, the French spy agency abducts the worm guy. Oh, man. Hold Boy, up, we have I... to get into the French. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> we have to talk Are about the French. Sure... Are you sure that they're French? How are you sure that they're French? I Oh, we, we were oh. talking in a French... <laughs> Stereotypical accent. They were also very mad that French roast is not French. They also got into a UPS undercover vehicle that had a giant French flag. (laughs) Oh yeah, complaining that there were no croissants at at the donut shop. Yeah, (laughs) a single baguette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They better be French. I love. This was actually brilliant casting, though. I will say, I love John (laughs) Reno. Yeah, he's very very good. But they, they abduct the worm guy and and they they talk him into helping out the French find the eggs that they know must be real because the American government is stupid. And even though you had proof, because somebody leaked the tape that you made that you wrote top secret, do not watch, definitely don't give to the press. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So as it turns out, Godzilla is actually a whole military cover up because there is a <laughs> giant in military industrial mm-hmm. complex that is an empire spanning the globe that is trying to maintain nuclear superiority over everybody else and they will do anything to keep it hidden. Having massive spy networks and everything to, you know, solve all the problems about it. That's right, the French. The French. Yeah, so, the French. This, the, as everyone knows. Out, this is a classic joke in the, <laughs> the movie Kung Pao, Enter the Fist, where there's aliens at the end of the film and then they're like, oh my God. They're French. <laughs> and that's the joke. <laughs> Jacques Le Bleu. <laughs> like it's that joke. It's, it's speaking I of. Think it's I don't. Yeah. There's only one good joke in this whole movie that is front to back jokes. Yeah. Where they pretend to be American, the French spies uh, that are that are capable, extremely capable, up until they're around Matthew Broderick. The, you mm-hmm. mean they entered the Matthew Broderick intelligence exclusion zone? Yes. 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 And, and it's been so radiated Chernobyl, no one can stand in his aura. <laughs> and, and then, and then, 
the guy does an Elvis impression to prove that he's American to another military guy. And it's actually very good. It's actually well, a good show. Yeah. That's yes. because John Reno is actually a good actor and charismatic and fun. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But they also, I also liked, I kind of did like the joke of them chewing bubblegum. He hands out bubblegum to all of the French yeah. guys. So they can, it's like, well, when we chew gum, we look more American. And he kind of like yep. looks at all of them. Yeah, they were like, chewing gum. Yeah, right. like, you know, they look more American. They do look yeah. more American. Yeah, more American. yeah, yeah. 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 Totally yeah. wrong, actually. <laughs> anyway, after they abduct, after the French abduct the worm guy. Fucking hell. Right. <laughs> the Godzilla right. goes we out of the way through this film. <laughs> yeah, we're what? not halfway. There's two films. There's, two three <laughs> There's three. Okay, let's start. The last two parts are quick. So the we would have been quicker if you would have stopped going on tangents. So the we can't stop when the movie can't. Okay. The, the point I'm getting at is the the fish two, the second pile of fish where they go in a circle right, yeah, and right. decide to shoot at Godzilla again doesn't work. So Godzilla jumps in the water. Doesn't work in in the bag. No, no. Godzilla's and, hip to it. He comes up to the fish and he kind of smells it and he looks around and he's like, "You guys are gonna shoot at me." And he starts to like retreat. <laughs> And then they start shooting at him. And then they shoot at him because they're like, damn, he's right. We were going to shoot at him. Yeah, exactly. And then he jumps in the water. There's two subs in the water. Yep. And Godzilla, three. Okay, well, Godzilla kills at least one of them. Yes. Because the other two fire torpedoes. More pranks. Yeah, does a prank with the torpedoes by leading torpedoes back to the sub. But destroys the sub first just to show that Godzilla means it. Mm -hmm. And... And then one of the other subs shoots another torpedo, which kills Godzilla. Yep. T-posing yep. and all through the water. I, I wanted to point, I want to ask a quick question. Um, how sure. did those torpedoes trap God, track Godzilla? How did they track him? Well, with heat seeking. Yeah. I, but you can't. That was they used the helicopter. You can't. Yeah. You can't, no, they you can't, can't heat seek. Yeah. The helicopters were hitting the Chrysler no, building those because are, they can't. Those are helicopter missiles. These are torpedoes. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, see, yeah. Yeah, they make a big plot point of you can't use heat-seeking missiles or anything on Godzilla because he's cold-blooded, you see, so he has no heat, which, which uh-huh. essentially thwarts the entire American military. Like, uh-huh. They're just yeah. like, I don't know. I, well, except, you can until, do. except until now, when yeah, he, they fire yeah. heat-seeking missiles, torpedoes and they follow godzilla <laughs> yeah right it is really funny that godzilla like t-poses in the water so you yes. know godzilla's dead but yeah anyways they go they go to madison square garden which is where the eggs were had late right so gotta have a landmark to blow up <sighs> yep and and our characters go through the subway i believe yeah the military by the way subway not not on this tip they they think we've we've gotten godzilla it's it's all done. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. By they go to Madison Square Garden, it's the French spy network, and then Matthew Broderick, and Warm then guy. his yeah. his ex girlfriend who's trying to be a reporter, and Hank Azaria who's taking who's a cameraman are mm-hmm. following them. Like I guess in the tunnel. I don't know how they can't hear them behind them, but whatever, it's fine. So they go to Madison Square Garden, and they're like, "Hey, there's a few eggs here." As they're standing in just a field of eggs. <laughs> well, he doesn't even just say there's a few. He specifically says, oh my God, three. they laid laid three eggs. I can't believe it's that many. 
Yeah. And, and then the camera pulls back and it's like, it's this, like 40, 50, yeah, 100 like eggs. Yeah. Second or third time they've done that joke. Cause they did it with the footprint too, where he's standing there and he doesn't see it. And then the camera pans out and it's like, Oh my God. I would like but to like, take this moment to remind everybody that Matthew Broderick is the epicenter of the Matthew Broderick intelligence exclusion zone. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There's a reason. Like, <laughs> so like, he's not it's the smartest. Be, it's, it's got, they're trying to make a joke. Like, but they, every are actor they? is playing it so straight that I'm like, are they, I don't are know they, if they, they are. are. It was supposed in to be script. a joke. Yeah, absolutely. Was it supposed to be a joke? It had to be because it's the same I, joke as the the footprint. It's literally the same joke as the footprint. I guess. They just did no, it with eggs. It just, it never works as a joke. They, no, they no. deliver the line. It's the same thing with like in the first X-Men movie where like, uh, Storm is like, you know what happens when a toad gets hit by lightning? Same thing as everything else. And it's like, oh, that was supposed to be a joke. And then Halle Berry just like delivered it right down the middle, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I think that's Any- what's happening here. Anyway, while they are doing that, they find out the eggs start hatching. Yep. And then Matthew Broderick goes, wait. We smell, we all smell like fish because of the thing that we were doing earlier. Don't yep. ask what that thing was. And then Hank Azaria lifts his fingers to his nostrils and sniffs them. Oh. Which, and then he, and then he tells raises the many audience, questions for me. Yeah. But, well, you know, he, he turns toward the camera and he's like, oh my God, I smell like fish. Right? right. Like, they have to explain everything mm-hmm. to the yeah. audience. Godzilla yeah. has been, uh, bringing fish in his cheeks like a woodchuck or, or, <laughs> yeah. or a, a squirrel or whatever. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Chipmunk and, and bringing them to Madison square garden and then just puking the fish out around the eggs so that when the eggs hatch, they'll have something to eat. That's mm-hmm. the idea. How much, how much, how much fish could Godzilla puke out if Godzilla could puke out? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <I don't... laughs> but the Godzilla start hatching and they're really cute, but then it turns they into are very Jurassic cute. Park. Because Jurassic Park was popular, so let's do oh that. Oh my god, this this whole movie is like, I'm gonna make a bigger Jurassic Park. You got four raptors, I've got a hundred raptors. Size got does one, matter. Right, you got one T-Rex. When this movie was being promoted, uh, one of the teasers was a big Godzilla foot crushing a T-Rex skeleton. They were Uh-oh. really going you, after Jurassic Park. You know and, what they were doing Jurassic Park? They didn't have the T-Rex slipping on gumballs. Oh, yeah. So they're trying to evade these these raptors, basically, in Madison Square Garden. And they, they knock over a thing of gumballs, and they're comically sliding around. The raptors yeah. are comically sliding around to the point where, like, we cut away, and then we cut back, and they're still sliding around like idiots. Yes. Uh, you can tell, like, the, the complete lack of respect for right Godzilla in any form. Mm-hmm. Is shown very well in the Madison Square Garden scene. There's another part where uh, Matthew Broderick is running away from the the Raptor Godzillas, and he goes into the elevator. And after pushing one of the dinosaurs out with his foot, right, shuts the door. Yep. And when it goes to the next floor, it opens up to another floor of T Rexes eating popcorn. And he's like, yep. "Oh, uh, wrong floor!" Ha ha! Closes the door again. That's literally yep. a Gremlins two joke. Oh man! Yeah. So many of the the little animatronic heads like crashing through like the the glass when they're trying to broadcast that there's a problem here, mm-hmm. or like 
the just like them trying to fight it. Anytime it's animatronic, it looks like gremlins. It's it does. they're just quirky, mm-hmm. weird Godzilla's just having a ball, like at the expense of Madison Square Garden. Which is yeah, like they're all like wearing sunglasses and like yeah, jerseys yeah. from the Knicks and like chewing popcorn well, yeah, it's, and it's kind of, which is like is kind of fun, but yeah. I don't know if this is the movie you're trying to make. No, no. That, that's what I'm it, saying. Like the, the yeah. reason Gremlins two came about is because they didn't want to make another Gremlins. They were forced to by the studio, so they just said, "Fuck it, I'll make the worst thing I can." Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, right. Yeah. And this part feels like that. Like fuck Godzilla. <laughs> right yeah how dare you make me make a godzilla movie <laughs> but it was like nobody forced you roland roland you could say no you just didn't you have to write said it no I just, you just could have said no yeah for no and uh, so we have the whole this... jurassic park thing they radio yeah. out through the broadcast center because well she's mm-hmm. a news reporter so she knows where they'd send out all the nicks or no, the Rangers games. Was Rangers was. games, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the the Knicks locker broadcast. room is just there for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so she goes on their intranet, uh, which she says they have an internet, but they have an yep. internet. The yep. the subtitle corrected it to it's on the internet, which yeah. actually yeah. makes sense. I, I love that the subtitle was like. That's uh, we're gonna stupid. Fix this. I'm just gonna fix yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Listen, this is real bad. Let's just, you know. Look, the broadcast room is on the internet. We can broadcast from here. Oh my god! Yeah. So she yeah. sends the an email to the, <laughs> the <laughs> to guy in the, the military the broadcast <laughs> computer. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah the broadcast yeah, the broadcast guy. Yeah, and she's like, put us on the air, kind of thing, and then he puts them on the air because they zoom out to. All the dinosaurs and Madison Square Garden. Oh my god! And they're god. like, "Please destroy Madison Square Garden immediately!" And then, yep. uh, you know, they get wind that you know it's going to take them six minutes to destroy Madison Square Garden, and they got to get out. And all the zany and antics. My, of all my the... favorite part, though, about that broadcast is when Matthew Broderick pulls out a flute, like a recorder, and he's like, "Hey." Mm-hmm. I'm going to now sing my song about all of the Pokemon. And then the whole time his ex is like, I can't not fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's why Godzilla shows back up again. She was, he, he was uh, lured there by the musical. No, I was looking at him that whole broadcast biting your lip. <laughs> it's God. <laughs> well, he's talking about worms and Godzilla. Yeah, pockets like, full of worms. Mm, 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 this dude. This dude. I want to uh, point anyway, out one last thing with Matthew Broderick's yeah. character. What is the hat he's wearing? He's wearing like an oversized fucking oh, beret. It know. is the yeah. stupidest, dorkiest garbage. God, it's I just Rushmore. chalk it up to... It's Rushmore, which came out that same year, I think. Uh, yes. Yeah, it's that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so military is going to blow up Madison Square Garden. They yeah. use a they bunch all of antics su- to they're all get surprised. out of there. They go... All right, bomb, bomb Madison Square Garden, and then they go. Wait, how much time do we have to get out? Do it immediately. Wait, should we leave? Oh, I no. guess we should. Should we leave? Yeah, we should probably uh, leave, huh? Because Scooby Doo happens with the Raptors. They get out. the The characters get outside. Uh, like In some of the of stupidest ways possible. The like and, yeah. and then they bring chandeliers down right. to go through a field of a hundred of yeah. them because. Raptors are afraid of chandeliers, the chandeliers. I guess. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know, but they, they get out, they blow up the garden, and the movie ends. That's the end of the film. It's over. It's the end of the movie. Godzilla's dead. The yeah. babies are dead. End of the movie. Nothing else can happen except for Matthew Broderick getting fucked by everybody. Yeah, Matthew Broderick gets his gets his kiss from his ex-girlfriend who has mm-hmm. betrayed him multiple times. Who, who asks him when he has all of the pregnancy wants. tests what kind of harem he has. And yes. the answer is actually everybody. It's Godzilla. Actually it's everybody. the female. It's the redheaded female scientist. It's you. It's, it's a love. It's a love box. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah. The the music swells. It basically ends. And then what happens? Uh, and then Godzilla's not dead because we need more movie. I guess. Like... <laughs> well, but Just also shoots Godzilla's out of the not... rubble of yeah. Madison Square Garden. Yeah, was that's... there the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was under Madison Square Garden, but it had it was trapped and because see Godzilla is too big for the sewer, so it needed to help to get out. That was yeah, yeah, yeah. Madison the size Square of Godzilla at this moment is the size what? of Madison Square Garden. Right. Yes. Because right. the whole yeah. garden center is is the size of Godzilla when the head pokes him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Godzilla way, went the, to the garden center and the first time I the first time I watched this and they did that bait and switch and we're going to end the movie, and then Godzilla comes out of the Madison Square Garden, I audibly went, oh, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you're like, audibly, come yeah. on. Come on. I mean, I knew it was happening, and I was still, I still felt like that the whole time. Yeah. yeah. But the, the Frenchman goes with worm guy and lady and animal. I forgot to mention that the camera guy's the name cameraman's is... cameraman's named Animal. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, the French guy's name is Roach, because he's, <laughs> yeah. he's a French spy. A roach. It's it's worm guy, roach, animal, and ex girlfriend, and they're, they're all piling in a cab to get out of there. But the way they get in the cab is he hacks the the ignition with a knife, which only yeah. works on Kias and Hondas, <laughs> according to TikTok. So. Yeah, he just knifes open the the key area and then just jams the knife in and turns it like a key. You know how yeah. you hot wire That's cars. How that works. Yep. Yeah. He's a but French they, spy. He'd know. They do a big, stupid car chase through New York. At past this point, Street, at this point, a bunch of other shit. It's Godzilla versus this one car. It's yes. Godzilla trying right. to get revenge on this. Yeah, Godzilla car. has a personal vendetta against Matthew Broderick and his stupid aura. This is okay. <laughs> we've 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 made a lot of jokes, but like this is the line where I where I'm like. Oh, we're not in a Godzilla movie anymore. Like no. Godzilla should be a force of nature. Godzilla mm-hmm. is a hurricane. You can't reason with it. You can't get its attention. It's going to do whatever it's going to do. And here it's like Godzilla's like Matthew Broderick, I'm going to kick your ass or love you. <laughs> One or two. And and then we get yeah, that for the rest. Thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we get that for the rest of the movie and it's like I don't okay. I don't know how much Godzilla you guys have uh, watched or read, but there's an amazing comic called Godzilla, the half century war uh, drawn, drawn and written by James Stoke. And it's about a guy who is in a tank in the first like time Godzilla comes out of the water. And it's about his personal war over the next 50 years. Like sometimes like, you know, uh, uh, helped by his government, sometimes not to like kill Godzilla And then by the end, because that seems like impossible, just get Godzilla to notice his existence. And Godzilla never does. Yeah. And like, that's Godzilla. That's Godzilla. 
And I don't know what the fuck this is that we're watching at this point in the movie. I mean, because Godzilla is meant to be, like you said, like a force of nature because I haven't seen a lot of Godzilla media. But like, for example, Shin Godzilla, when you, Boix was talking about earlier, how we had said the incredible difference in response between like Japanese Godzilla and American Godzilla, where they're just like, let's just fucking nuke new york city fuck it man whatever manhattan let's make it a wasteland and in (laughs) in shin godzilla they come out there and like they bring out a couple of helicopters to shoot down godzilla and they go wait there's civilians in those buildings behind him we can't shoot right and then later on in the movie at the same, cause he's like, well, I'm not going to be the person that says that I ordered the military to shoot where mm-hmm. there were civilians. I will right. not be the yes. prime minister that authorizes that. And then later on in the movie, they're like, okay, Godzilla has become bigger and bigger. And now he's a real threat. He's going to fucking destroy Tokyo. And they go, we need to discuss the possibility of bombing Tokyo. And the, fucking room goes silent like it's yeah. like a fucking yeah. grave it's a it's big like, deal it is yeah yes. yeah it's almost like there's supposed to be a horror of war and of like nuclear weapons yeah. and stuff yeah. involved with godzilla <laughs> like this no, is our anyway, hubris no. for making these things so anyway godzilla <laughs> chases the taxi cab into into a tunnel that's mm-hmm. blocked off and he can't mm-hmm. get to the taxi cab and he's like a dog trying to get through like a tube <laughs> trying to get this taxi cab and they're like yeah. what do we do and they turn the taxi cab around they turn the headlights off and they're like i know we'll get out of here by flashing our high beams at them to make them flinch and then we'll just drive on into People safety hate when you flash the high beams at them <laughs> and it works and it works and it works well as I mentioned during the filming of the, while we were watching this originally, I do have my own theory as to that. None of them realize the existence of the Matthew Broderick intelligence exclusionary mm-hmm. zone. And yeah. it's not the brights. It's that is the edge of yeah. his zone. And when it yeah. strikes Godzilla head on like that, <laughs> that's a lot of psychic damage. <laughs> let me tell you. They, they decide to go to the nearest suspension bridge, which is obviously Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah. Mm-hmm, For mm-hmm. some reason. This one and... actually makes sense. I actually agree with it because they uh, want him to get tangled up in the suspension cables. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. It didn't work. That was the plan. So. Uh, no, it kind of worked. They, kind of. They, yeah. they immobilized him enough that they could yes. actually use missiles because he's been dodging okay. missiles this whole time. Which they, is hilarious. A couple of fighters, couple of fighters come in. He can't really move around. Uh-huh. Hit him with six missiles. They, they turn back around, hit him on the other side with six missiles, and that kills Godzilla. And that's, that's after the scene where Godzilla tries to bore the taxi. Yes. Oh, has. yeah. Oh, I forgot oh, that. And there's boy. an extended scene of them in Godzilla's mouth, which is not a fetish. Yeah, not a fetish. <laughs> and they keep going back and forth and back and forth until they get Godzilla to spit the car out of his mouth by electrocuting him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, yep, that's a thing. Yeah, 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 no, they, 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 they go, wrong way, wrong way, John Reno, you're driving the yep. wrong way. And John Reno's like, and shut up, let me drive. When you're stuck like this, you need to wiggle the car back and forth, you see. You gotta make a, you gotta get some traction. The whole time, we're like, how are they getting out of this? Well, there's one way out, the back. They'll just drive right through. <laughs> I just, gotta get out that cloaca. 
But um... the Americans, the Americans really showed Godzilla just blasting ass a whole taxi right out of the butthole. They should have though. They should have. That's a good movie. <laughs> they crushed like Godzilla like chews that cab for a solid thirty seconds. They're, they were yeah. absolutely dead the first time that car got crushed in the belt. Yes. Yeah, like yeah. he's chewing on it. He's fucking yeah. chewing on it, and they're like. I don't know, let's just drive it out. And they drive it out, drop the 150 feet that Godzilla is in and the air fine, to yes. the ground, and then they just drive away. So, yeah. with they, Godzilla they tangled Godzilla, in the... Yeah, 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 Godzilla's dead. And there's a big swell of music. Matthew Broderick gets, gets out of the taxi, and he breaks from the crowd, and he approaches Godzilla's face, and there's this moment of like, oh God. We're the real monsters. All we did. Like, right. What have we done? Killed the beast. To stop this yes. thing! Wow. And, and they, they, Matthew Broderick and Godzilla share a powerful, deeply sexual connection. Mm-hmm. And then it yes. smash cuts to people cheering for Godzilla's death. And I I'm like, Godzilla's I don't know what the, what's the tone of this movie. What are we going for? Yeah, it's everybody laughing and cheering and being like, "Oh yay, we killed it! Godzilla's done." I, Man's oh, hubris man. will never be ended. America, <laughs> America. Because, <laughs> like, you yeah, gotta it, think, like, that is normally Godzilla, right? Godzilla yes. is, like, the stand-in for hubris. Like, nature right. and rebelling against all of the things that we've done to nature. Right, right. And instead it was like, we've conquered it! Fuck yeah, man! Man's the yep. best! <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Man yep. forever! Fuck America. nature! America. <laughs> However, however... What they did not count on is deep in the rubble at Madison Square Garden. There exists an egg that has begun to hatch. And for one night only, you too can get a <laughs> ticket. Why wouldn't they just kill the next god? They, they just kill it. Just kill it. They planned a they planned a sequel that was going to take place uh, in Australia for mm-hmm. some reason. Yeah, that never got made. Obviously, uh, it's referenced in, um, I, I think, Godzilla All Out War or something like that. There's a there's a a Godzilla movie that they made in Japan, Toho made, where Godzilla basically fights everybody, every single enemy mm-hmm. he's ever had, and uh, okay. Zilla shows up in that, and Godzilla just stomps him in like a minute. Good. It's <laughs> pretty yeah. fucking great. Yeah. That's great. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's the good shit. I but that's Godzilla ninety eight, right? So Yeah. yeah I, I there's there's a little bit of wrap up at the end where like the French spy stole the tape, so like nobody will know about Godzilla, I guess. I don't even know what the point of that is. I, no, he's hiding the Fran he's hiding France. Hiding the French spy network. Yes, yeah, yeah he's yeah, hiding yeah. the that's massive why military he, industrial complex that exists in yeah. France. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's why to this day we call it Freedom Toast in the morning. Yes, exactly. Freedom exactly. Toast. And yeah, freedom Matthew from Broderick, the French warmongers that are out there. With Godzilla dead and the uh, red hair girl kissing somebody else, Matthew Broderick decides to get back with his ex-girlfriend who has done nothing but double-cross him. Yep. <laughs> that's how the movie ends. I guess, yeah. What a good I guess. America wins. Yeah. Kind of. I, America I wins, we out. triumph over nature, fuck nature forever. Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> I, I did figure something out about... Can we just about blow up Manhattan just head? for fun now? Can we just... <laughs> <laughs> right. It doesn't have any more landmarks. We might as well. 
<laughs> Sorry, boys. What I figured about about this movie <laughs> is it's essentially like two kids with a Godzilla doll, right? Like an action oh, yeah. figure. And another yeah. action figure. And they're just mashing them together over and over again while they're yeah. saying stuff. And mm. that's the movie. It's just action figures and then, oh no, Matthew Broderick showed up. Oh, but the French military. Oh, oh but the spies. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they're just like moving these figures around, chatting to each other. Like that's how it was written. It feels like that. And then all the helicopter. Bah, 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 bah. Like, how yeah. many helicopters? There's like a hundred helicopters. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. children. It's, like, it's, it's like children they got a writing the script. The playground, yeah. Mashing action figures together yeah. wrote the story. Yeah. There's 150 helicopters all shooting missiles at him. 150? Isn't that too many? Oh, do you think we should make it 200? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like. Uh, Dean Devlin, one of the co-writers, uh, who was so toxic that he got the entire Godzilla forum shut down. Mm-hmm. He has later said that the budget and scope of the movie got out of his hands. It was overwhelming for him and that he felt like uh, there were things in the script that mm-hmm. he wanted to address and he just never had time to address them. And so the script got away from him and it just turned into a mess. Yep. Yeah. Roland yeah, Emmerich yeah. has he, since uh, been on record saying that he regretted his decision to direct this. However, he still takes pride in how much fun the audience is still is having while watching it. Are we having fun? Well, no, but I'm sure yes. he takes more pride in the four hundred million dollars you know that they made on it. Yes, yes. Than anything else? It's true. But oh, okay, true. let's let's get to the dog. So let's rate Godzilla. Zilla, the 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 big GZ. I believe mm-hmm. is, is his rap name. I, I don't even consider uh, him to be a dog when he's, when he's Zilla, when he's huge, mm-hmm. not a dog. That's well, my rating. He got his head not stuck in the tunnel, right? Like, that is yeah, like a dog. And then trying to lick at the, at the treat at the end of the tunnel, but it was too far. So he yeah, like, kept trying to put his head in further and he couldn't. And I've I seen, take it back I've 10 out of 10. Yeah, I've seen how labs. I know that dogs lay eggs, Godzilla lay yeah. eggs. They both have dog yeah. eggs. It makes perfect yeah, that's sense. That's a good that's point. True. That's a good point. Dog 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Eggs. Uh, I would rate Godzilla a too fucking loud. I couldn't even hear you when you were trying to talk to me out of 10. <laughs> and we were constantly yelling, What? <laughs> Over the movie. Yeah, I hate that Michael Bay became the poster child for big dumb stupid action and everybody making fun of him for it because roland emmerich is right fucking there <laughs> like yeah oh because man. man this movie is it has two modes it has stupid and it has loud and sometimes it's both but it's always at least one of them oh yeah. like yeah every it's action scene is very 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 loud like we were yelling at each other to hear each other over it but then and the... if I turned the movie down, you couldn't hear the dialogue. No, the so, dialogue yeah. was fine. Yep. yep. <sighs> but the dialogue... Uh, hey, you could have turned the movie... Actually, wait a minute. We could have watched Tank Girl intended. instead. That would have been... No. Been, I, yeah. Imagine the intended way to watch it. You balance it so that the action scenes are an appropriate volume. And like you said, then you can't hear the dialogue. can't hear the dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> it's the director's edition of Godzilla. Oh the I, way uh, Roland Emmerich yeah. intended it. You don't, you're not like, meant to hear Matthew Oh God, Broderick we gotta turn, we gotta turn of all shit, of this dialogue says. down. We gotta di- dial down all of this dialogue. But I would rather point, have the audience being like, lower. what? What? Lower. Yeah. 
what are they saying what i'd rather that than them hear the dialogue yeah the um i do have one other dog i want to rate that's every single pvm bvm and crt television in this film. oh <laughs> just buttes through this there's many good ones there's so many so they have a lot of sony pvms in this a lot it looks like um they had a couple l4s which looked excellent there's also a consumer grade television with built-in VCR that has a slot that loading VCR so cool. on the side of it. So it loads vertically. Yeah, Fucking rad, yeah. dude. Yeah. That's some good shit. Yeah, these are all at least 13 out of 10 dogs. These are good. Yeah, how, how much did you put those up for on eBay? Like quality BVM thousands easily. Yeah, yeah. Low hours, yeah. high quality BVM. They only used it for the shooting of this. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't know if the fact that it was in Godzilla will make it, they More might make it or less, less expensive. Value, to be honest. Yeah, maybe leave that part out. Yeah, I'll leave that part out. <laughs> well, that was Zilla 98, I guess. Yep, yep. If you guys yeah. want some, some actual good Godzilla, Shin Godzilla is superb. Oh my gosh, uh, Shin Godzilla slaps. That movie is uh, great. American audiences can watch that right now in subs or dubs. And, uh, yeah, like I said, the Half Century War by uh, James Stoke, the comic, is excellent. The guy at the comic shop said, if you're going to read one Godzilla thing, this is the one. So it's self-contained. Mm-hmm. It's it's very, very good. That sounds a little Moby Dickish, right? Like it's a little bit, a little bit. But it plays around in the Godzilla world to yeah. the point where it's like, a little, a little bit like Moby Dick, but then it's like, oh, also Mecha Godzilla's here, you know? Sure. It's like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can do silly Godzilla, like Godzilla yeah, tail to drop kick a guy, you know, right. that Jet Jaguar is holding. I mean, they that. also, they also, what is it? They they made Charles Barkley kaiju sized, and oh, then Godzilla did. jumped over him. Like you can yeah, do silly true. Godzilla. That's a that's a thing that exists for sure. Uh, this is not that. <laughs> this is not that. No, like, I, I would have been totally fine with them doing zany camp. Like, that was actually a thing that... Right. I did look up, like, some interviews and stuff with them, and they were like, oh, we really liked the idea because it was so ripe for camp. And I'm like, it's because why didn't you put any in yes. the movie? <laughs> right. They This movie suffers from, like, never picking a lane. Like, yes. they don't know if they want to make it scary and apocalyptic or if they want to make it silly and campy. It's like they want to destroy the mm. Chrysler building, but they also want the little Godzillas to be slipping on gumballs. On gumballs, yeah. <laughs> well, when they it's destroyed like... the Chrysler building, they did it as a joke. Because he yeah. fires the missiles at the at Godzilla, right. and they're really, really slow, and Godzilla kind of looks at them, thinks for a second, and then slightly ducks. Like, it, it, it is yeah. a long, yeah. it's like a good 15-second yeah. sequence of those missiles going towards Godzilla. And then Godzilla slowly ducks away from the missile. And they hit the Chrysler it. building yeah. and he goes, uh, ne- negative, negative impact, um, ne- negative impact. And they go, negative impact? That was the Chrysler building. Yeah. <laughs> and and 10,000 people died that day. Yes, I know. <laughs> they didn't clear out the Chrysler building first. Yeah, they did. Uh. It's they should they could have they could have done a better joke of like never liked the Chrysler building anyway like like something like that like Anything. make it campy make it fun. Mars yeah. Attacks does this way better. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't even absolutely. like Mars Attacks that much, but like no. at least Mars Attacks goes for the camp and just like 
right. goes into it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, yeah. hey, this is going to be weird, campy, sci-fi, 50s garbage. Like, we're going to put his head in a UFO. I don't know. <laughs> like, Oh, also, I'd be remiss to say if uh, Americans eventually got it right. They they made legendary pictures, came out with Godzilla in 2014. It's very, very good. They did like a King Ghidorah. They did a Kong versus Godzilla. All that stuff. All the legendary picture stuff is is very, very good. Okay. Well, that's it for this episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess. This movie's long. This episode's long. This is half as long as the movie still. The funny thing is I was going to make a joke about like, we're going to have this be longer than the movie. And then I looked at the recording and I'm like, no, 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 the movie was Yeah, still the movie ends three times long. in three different ways. Yeah. Two two yeah. hours mm-hmm. and twenty minutes runtime. It it's an endurance run. Boyx bought this on VHS and uh somebody stopped watching halfway through and just never never revisited, never came back. They were it like, I've seen enough. Until I picked it up. Yeah. That tape has problems. So we, we ended normally up they say the tape version, but normally they say be kind please rewind but that person was trying to be kind by making you not watch <laughs> all of godzilla I, no no, right. no you should start miss about start half here. of it <laughs> yes i start do want to point after out... after the first fish pile watch the second fish pile and start there start there mm-hmm. uh, the one thing i want to point out about that tape because I mean, it did get released on vhs and four by three where they clipped everything off in very bad fashion for your television um, most VHS releases, especially big budget, big studio releases, would have trailers at the beginning show you upcoming movies and stuff. So when you bought oh, it, yeah, you rented yeah, it, yeah. it would show you trailers for the things coming up. Uh, this was thrown on VHS with no trailers, dumped into stores, and it just starts oh. the film. <laughs> oh, Same. okay. All right. Not even the studio was behind this when they released it that way, which is wild that it made so much money. So yeah we're all just exhausted let's just end this one i'm just done we're good um no jokes we're out of jokes there's nothing funny go somewhere else we're done thanks the only funny thing here is godzilla piss i don't know what else to say. yeah there's a lot of godzilla piss can i hey can i plug my my own podcast of course uh i co-host a podcast called world's second finest with my buddy jason we've been friends for 30 years we are combing through 90s bat books mostly centered around the batman the animated series uh comic book spinoff batman adventures but we Mm. also talk about whatever else comics we're reading that that week whatever strikes our fancy so if you're just in there for comic book recommendations the to read pile also goes up on uh my youtube youtube slash nick phil uh with just the to read pile where we just make comic book recommendations so if you want to get into comics, Godzilla mm-hmm. Half Century War was one of my comics comic recommendations. But why would anybody listen to you about comic recommendations, Nick? Oh, because I'm a professional comic book artist. <laughs> I, oh. I'm a professional oh. colorist. I colored uh, uh, what what have I colored? Umbrella Academy, uh, Punchline's first appearance, which is Joker's second girlfriend. Everybody remembers the second girlfriend. Uh, I've I've colored a yeah, lot yeah, of different yeah, yeah. stuff. I, I believe gotta, that I, in this movie it was Godzilla. Yeah, oh, the Godzilla yeah, yeah. was second girlfriend. Yes. Man, uh, Matthew Broderick's second girlfriend. Yes, I got yeah. a I got a Deep Space Nine book coming out that I'm pretty jazzed about. Uh, I feel like Deep Space Nine hasn't had a good comic book in a long time, and so we're trying to make a good one. I'm excited about it. Yeah, hmm. yeah. So yeah, nice. world's world's second finest. YouTube.com/slash/NickPhil. There you go. Thanks, Nick.
Yeah. All right. And you thanks for having our me. Our own social media stuff, which we have uh, Rough Cuts Cast on Twitter and TikTok. Uh, we at uh, YouTube. Sorry. Um. Oh my God. Uh, gmail.com is our. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my melt. I have entered Matthew. Where's Matt? Who fucking is in, He's in the home. He's Where right behind you. Paul is coming <laughs> Hold in on. the house. I, I gotta find this fucker. I, I, you can finish I, it off, boys. Well, I gotta. <laughs> well, he's looking. You can check us out on Patreon at Roughcast. We're on TikTok at Roughcast. Roughcast at gmail.com. Fucking hell. This episode's off the rails. And of course, Twitter, I guess. We're on Twitter until that dies. Co host. At Rough Cuts cast as well. So, or is it just Rough Cuts on on co-host? I forget. It's just Rough Cuts. It, it, it was cuts. yeah. I managed. I got rid of him, so I'm I'm good now. Uh, he was yeah. digging up worms in my backyard. Look, weird. he left. <laughs> he Fucking walks weirdo. around with worms in his pockets and leaves a trail. It's not hard to find him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs>